going on everybody thank you again for tuning in to another episode of locker room bo my name is o this is your boy b and we are back again as we always will um today uh it's actually a little bit different today for us because we are doing this late at night and it's uh it's something we're not used to but uh i guess we had to find the time to get this done so here we are now uh, this is for you guys. Thank you for allowing us to be sleep deprived. And, uh, you know, we'll get it started. Uh, so today we are joined again by my friend Carlos, who I guess better known as a bitch. But, oh, man. You know, we're not going to get too much into that. So what's up, Carlos, man? How you been? I'm good, man. Definitely good. Uh, you might hear some uh, background noise. My daughter's music's playing, so she's filling herself right now. <clears throat> well, I'm actually kind of glad you, you broke that down. Um, so, oh, yeah, and no, I was kind of confused with what's going on. Um, okay, so I guess, B, I'm going to let you take that one. Because there's a, there's, <laughs> there's a reason why uh, we brought Carlos <laughs> back. And... Uh, I think it's important that uh, B shares that end of his. Oh, yes, sir. So uh, your boy B is about to be Daddy B in a couple months. So I'm joining the crew. I'm joining the club, man, the, the exclusive club, the Daddy Crew. Yep, big so. Daddy B in the building, y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so anyways, man, congratulations. Appreciate um, that, man. I think – not our last episode, but the episode before that. I think that's when I jinxed you. Um, one before that one. Right, right. The second to last. Episode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I jinxed you. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Appreciate, appreciate that, man. Oh. Yeah, it, it was I, inevitable, man. It was coming sooner or later. I think a lot of the point where we were just waiting when it was going to happen, but mm-hmm. negative way, but in a, such a positive way. Yeah, all, um, all, all at once. Seeing you guys together, I mean, it's it's a it's a beautiful thing. Uh, me and Oscar have a great friendship and stuff like that. And um, to be honest, can't wait for you to be a part of the club. Yes, sir. Uh, it being what we can do as as a families together, I think that's what's really exciting. Yes, sir. Exactly. Yeah, really? I got a lot of I got a lot of buddies that are recently having kids. So you know, with you and then. Other friends and family members, I got a little young one, so I'm, my kids gonna have a lot of friends. So I'm happy about that. Yes, sir. Awesome. Um, well, as far as saying no, we're friends, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> it don't matter. As long as they friends, we good. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, the parents don't need to get along. You good? <laughs> they get along? Fuck you. <laughs> Actually, you know, it's cool because um, I don't know. I feel like oh, I, no, this is your business, so you go ahead and say it too, Carlos. What? Oh, about my, mine? Yeah, yeah. 
I got my, uh, so with Brandon having his, I got my second on the way. Yeah. So I'm, I'm having a boy. I'm actually only about four weeks out. So four weeks out, I'll be having a boy. That's right. You'll be having a Christmas baby. Christmas nice. baby. Yeah. Little, uh, definitely not doing the double the presents. Ooh. <laughs> you say that now. Boy. <laughs> yeah, you need to get them all at once, man. That little boy getting Christmas and birthday together. Oh, <laughs> double up. Nah, I gonna do that too. That's fucked up. Hey, so um, you know, part of the reason why I asked you to come along, uh, Carlos, is because um, you have more fresh experience right now dealing with a baby, um, and you know maybe giving young B or daddy B um, a quick glimpse into what it can expect, especially right now, obviously you kind of had P in uh, the middle of a pandemic. So um, I don't know if that had anything to do with uh, how it's been with you so far on, on your journey. I think the biggest part is um, the beauty of the pandemic that kind of happened was that I got to spend more time with my daughter than I expected that I would have. Um, I think in this situation, I probably would have expected to still work in five days a week, eight hours, coming into holiday, working overtime, like, you know, and trying to spend the time that I got with her, especially with her mom going back to work and stuff like that. Um, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's something that you kind of wish you don't have to do. You wish that you want to be there for your kid, no matter what, like doing like home things and stuff like that and watching them grow. And I think like the beauty of the pandemic was I really got a chance to watch her grow. I think the thing that's also crazy about it is it almost drives you just as crazy. Okay. <laughs> that, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's true. Like, mm -hmm love my daughter and I love her to death but there's those days where you go into that moment of like I want to kind of like do me but mommy's working and you got to be home right mm -hmm. like as a baby no you. yeah exactly there's no you yeah baby like at her age right now and with her I think the crazy part is that like I if if she's hungry I mean, before she would cry. All right, she's hungry. Now she's at an age where she mumbles, she kind of talks, she walks, she's involved. And I think the biggest problem that I have is like, whoa, what is it that you want? Like, you want to be entertained? Are you hungry? Like, but she's not speaking it. So you kind of really don't know. So, or when she's like done eating, like that's the other struggle is like, you know, I see her playing with her food and she's just mashing it up. Like, just completely mashing it. And it's like, all right, dog, like, you're done. Like, I'm going to take this food away from you because now you're just playing with it. And then she puts food in her mouth. And I'm like, all right, like, do I take this away from her? Or like, you right. know. Like, yeah. So eating, like, it. those little struggles start becoming a reality of, like, you kind of just have to give every bit of your undivided attention to her. And it's like, I've, I've literally said this countless amount of times, like, man, I miss the days where 
she would just lay in the bed and not do nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but then back then, I would say, oh my gosh, I miss, like, I want, I can't wait for her to grow up and start walking. And, walking. <laughs> and so it's like, it's that both, like, point where it's like, yeah, you want both, like, best of both worlds, but mm. now nah, you, you getting stuck with one or the other, bro. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Well, it's a it's, it's since you you hit like a certain age, like mine's gonna be eight soon, and mm. uh, she obviously started to develop her own personality now, and and kind of just either goes and does her own thing in the room or um, tries to hang out with me and, and my wife. You know, it's so just kind of like I think at that point you start to get a little bit more of both because it's like they can be chill and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Or they could be more dependent on you, as a, as they get older. But then too, that that starts to disappear. Well, and then for for Brandon, my question is, I mean, like, what are you looking forward the most? You're you're at early point of the stage, or not mm-hmm. early? What what point of the stage are you guys at right now? Just so we give an insight for us. So we just found out the gender, um, on Sunday, this past oh, Sunday. We don't we don't know the gender. We gave the gender to uh, the godmother, and she's setting up a little gender reveal party, some low key. So that's where we are right now. So um, we're and you're still defining a kid's gender. Wow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. This guy. <laughs> we have to. This so, uh, is America now, bro. Right. <laughs> so I was actually talking about this with Kay yesterday. I'm looking forward to um, just that dependency from a little person. You know, um, I feel like I've had that with slightly, you know, with my girl, but like the responsibility of it, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. It's kind of weird, but I'm looking forward to it. And then just that like unconditional love that, you know, that a baby brings. Um, I'm looking forward to those feelings. I haven't kind of got there yet. I'm still, you know, you know, working through the feelings of it and all, but I'm 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 looking forward to it, you know. And there's one thing about a baby that always intrigued me, um, in terms of it being like a family member, a family, friends, baby, is to smell of a baby. You know what I'm saying? I, I I really I don't know what it is, man, but every time I'm I'm around a baby, man, and like a really like an infant, a couple months old. They smell so good to me, man. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm excited. So, it's some weird stuff, but it's like, you know, I'm, I'm looking no, forward to No, in the it. beginning, they do smell pretty good. They smell good. And then it's you over by, the, by like the fourth day. Right. <laughs> no doubt. No, and I, and I get that. But what are, what are some key, I mean, the, which you spoke on a few. So the dependency, okay. the dependence level, I see that 100%. Yep. Or unconditional love, like mm-hmm. I see that. But what else? Like, what are some other things? Let's talk about like boy, girl. Like, what is it that on both spectrums does it matter okay. to you? Does it not matter to you? Yeah. So um, I think early on when we first found out, I was um, I'm I wouldn't have been in the medical field, so I'm looking forward to like. Oh, well, not looking forward to it. I want my baby to be healthy. That's like yeah. the number one priority, most important. Um, if I had to choose, though, I'll, I want a girl. So, yeah. um, 
you know, I was probably different from other guys. You know, when a, a boy off the rip, man, I'm a big sports person. So it's kind of going against not having a boy. But um, I don't know, man, just uh, there hasn't been a lot of boys in my, I mean, a lot of girls in my family. So I think that part of it, along with, you know, just like having that like daddy girl, a daddy's girl type of, um, um, you know, moments and stuff like that. I'm, I'm, that's what I, I really want. So, um, and then like, it kind of goes back to, uh, you know, obviously when Kobe passed earlier, I was a huge fan, you know what I'm saying? He had that whole dad, daddy's girl, um, or girl dad, you know, uh, message going. So that kind of drove that mindset of having a girl. So, um, that's kind of where I am, am right now. Um, yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think like coming from me and Oscar, I mean, mm. we had to have a conversation about that at the most randomest places, Mr. Taco. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wasn't Brandon there? No, no. Brandon didn't go that day. Okay. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Um, but me and Oscar started talking about it, and uh, <clears throat> I kind of, like, I guess I kind of expressed the fact that, man, like, you know, I do want a boy and this and that. Mm. And uh, Oscar kind of put it in a perspective where it made me realize that whether I have a girl or a boy, it doesn't really matter. Um, it doesn't. And, you know, we spoke a lot about this on the last podcast, so I'm not going to go too in-depth on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's three for everybody that wants to listen to that. Yeah, if you want to listen to that podcast, listen to it. But I think that I like the idea of what it is because now having my second child, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people asked me, they were very upfront about, oh, so you you want a boy now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like making it seem like like that was my ultimatum. Like yeah. now that girl, like, oh, you must want a boy now. Yeah. And I was no. I was like, and after having a girl and knowing like her capabilities, why would I like, why would I specifically want a boy? Yeah. Like my girl couldn't do anything a boy can do. So mm-hmm. what does it make? Yeah. Like definitely. if I raise her right to be like, Hey, like you can be just as independent as you want to. Mm-hmm. And dad's going to have your back every step of the way. If I wanted a boy, I'd just be holding her back and putting her in second place. And yeah. it would be hard to her. And so when they were telling me that, I was like, no, I was like, if I have a girl, damn so straight, good. do the yeah. same shit I'm going to be doing with her. Right. And both of them are going to be some badasses. Like, not just one of them, it's going to be both of them, mm-hmm. like, together. Mm-hmm. And now Definitely. that I'm having it's weird. I'm, like, struggling thinking about having a boy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. It's like, you were like, oh, yeah, you know, boy's going to be easier. But it's like, no, like, I don't want my son to be an asshole. Definitely. Like, I don't want him to be a player. I don't want him to be this. I don't want him to be that. Like, basically, I don't want him to do half the shit that I did. Mm-hmm. That's gonna like, be tough, man. <laughs> no, but real, real talk, real talk. Coming from the three of us, yeah, really want the same aspect of what we kind of did when we were younger, Mm-mm. or would rather have someone who's just as much as respectful as we are in our latter part of our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- is, I don't is, know about Oscar, but you know, me and you, we can we can have that conversation. You, I, know? <laughs> I, you know what? I have I have no words for that, that comment you just threw out. <laughs> no. 
Um, I'm very much different as far as that. Like, I was obviously people keep asking me, like, "Hey, when's the second one coming?" Um, and I guess Never. it might be a selfish. <laughs> it might be a selfish reply, but it's like, uh, I always tell them, like, if I'm guaranteed a boy, I would hop. I would have hopped on it like a long time ago. And it's not that I'm scared to have a girl. I think my reasons for wanting a boy the second go around um it's just to simply pass on my last name i'm not really looking into uh you know teaching them like the the ways of of being a man and stuff i mean i would definitely guide him in a sense you know um and guide him in ways that obviously i had to learn later but you know i guess in a keep it respectful also um yeah but going back into having a girl first, uh, this was just, it was funny because uh, my wife's friend came over uh, yesterday and uh, I'm not going to go too much into depth about her story, but she, she has two, two girls. Uh, one's like 13, 14 and the other one's uh, seven, but um, she had some issues with uh, her oldest, you know, now that she's a teenager. Mm-hmm. And some of the issues that she's had is that, uh, you know, she actually not issues, but like the, the mentality that she has was that she wants, she, she looks at herself as a cool mom, which she is. I mean, she's, she's, she's a cool mom and stuff, but the re well, what I'm trying to say is had I had a boy first, I, I think I would have wanted to be the cool dad. Mm. You know, I wanted to, I would have, and I've, I've said this before, but I'll, I'll say it again. And it is that I probably would have wanted to have a friendship with my son than to be his dad, you know? Fair enough. And now that I have a girl, it's, it's a lot more different. I'm like, I feel more like a protector mm-hmm. and trying to guide her into or away actually from people like me <laughs> or for the, who Fair I enough. was, you know what I mean? Fair so enough. deep down, uh, I do hope you have a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, that and we got like a little small wager going on at work. So got a little <laughs> wager, no doubt. So we need. No, to- I I think I think both y'all perspectives are like on point. Like I feel like it can either go both ways with with anybody. You know, I see perfectly where Carlos comes from in terms of you know him categorizing you know women as being able to do anything that a man can do. I definitely see that that side. Yeah. And um, I can appreciate that as well. And I can also appreciate you just wanting a sign to pass on your, you know, passing your name because, you know. Yeah. As long as that, that keeps going, you know, you, that that's your legacy right there. Yeah. So, yeah. It's then, awesome, man. Um, that, that's mainly the point. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely me, understand. Yeah. You know, um, but I don't know, man. I, I Obviously, like, well, I don't think he said this as it was recording, but um, mm-hmm. Carlos said that there's there's always things we we can tell you. Yeah. Uh-huh. And even as you go along. But uh, it's just never going to stop learning. It's always something new. Definitely. Every day. Yeah. Um, I, I said this the other yeah, day, that even, even when Aubrey turns 30, like, I'm still going to be learning how to be a dad to her. Definitely. You know? It'll just be different issues at different times. And 
some issues I'm not looking forward to. Mm-hmm. You know? I, I like what you said about um, about being 30 and still being a dad. Um, and the only reason is because, like, you know, even for Brandon, like, in your perspective, like, you being an up-and-coming dad, um, your first month sucks. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I, uh, Keep it blunt. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, I don't know. It just, it depends. Like, I think I had it pretty good with Aubrey. Like, she slept for the night. So, I don't know. I so, think- I did. Yeah, okay. So, there you go. So, I did it. So, when I say my, my first month sucked, I mean, like, my first six to a year sucked. <laughs> because Penelope was colicky. She, mm. she oop. It's like the simplest thing. She couldn't poop. So we'd have to like, you know, help her poop and stuff like that. Like, but being at that age, you know, even like I say within the first, I swear to the first uh, night, for instance, mm-hmm. she's waking up crying and you're trying to put her to sleep like a normal baby, like what you would think a baby wants. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that, she's hung- that, that's like, like real, real eye opening for sure. Mm-hmm. First night. It, like nah dog like she's hungry like stop stop playing her like like if she's a baby like yeah, yeah, yeah oh and all she wants to do is eat and you're basically like holding that like from her yeah yeah we didn't notice that. like we didn't we didn't it didn't it didn't click right away it was just like i don't know why she's crying like it's weird like you know right and then it's all you had to do was just feed her like that's it that's all you had to do so, you know, we're talking about like a year later, right? We're talking about like now. Right? With Penelope, she's a year and two months. Same shit. Throwing a tantrum, crying and, and stuff like that. And it's like, I don't know what your problem is. And all you have to do is, once again, sometimes she just wants to be fed, bro. <laughs> like, it, it's a growing process. It's a step-by-step growing process. Like, every time you think you got it down, there's something new you learn. Yeah. And it doesn't, it, I feel like with what Oscar said about like her being in her thirties that like, it never stops. The, that lesson. I, yeah. The ideas of, of what's going on in her life change, mm-hmm. but the fatherhood doesn't really change. It's just a new idea that you have to try to overcome with your, with your son or daughter. Yeah. yeah. Perspectives. Yeah. And I think that's, that's right now is like the most important thing. And I'm like, you know, even with her and stuff like that. And like, as she's chilling in my lap, if we were on this zoom call, I could sit her down in her chair and she could watch her TV show. But cause she knows I'm on a zoom call is what she, she wants. She want to be with daddy. Come on. But you know what? She's <laughs> actually being really good. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's like, I, like I tried to sit her down, wasn't having it. Tried to sit her down again, wasn't having it. Now that she's on my lap, not making it sound right. Killing. But obviously, it, like, it's it's those moments that um, you'll learn to appreciate because mm-hmm. you know, especially if you do end up having a son. Um, there's what's the way to say it? Um, traditionally, uh, boys are more attached to their mom. Mm-hmm. You know, so being able to spend that quality time one-on-one with with your child um is definitely going to come more in hand especially as they get older you know there's uh 
there's going to be things that they're attached that they end up liking because you like it, which mm-hmm. I think that's one of the better things about it. Um, mm-hmm. So, still yeah, man, to I'm this just, day, man, when it when it comes to my my pops, man, is things that I never thought I would like really be into. Yeah, I am, and it's because of my dad. And it's crazy to think I'm gonna have somebody like that, you know, saying that is gonna follow in my footsteps and like the things that I like as they grow up and um you know and it's never gonna stop you know? right so no that's awesome man I mean yeah I mean, you obviously see that you know and like you said it once you once your child gets older uh you'll they'll also be there right next to it yeah um but I'm excited for you man I, I really am I'm excited for you and Kay um especially for you I mean it's something that you've always express that you wanted definitely Um, you know so it didn't happen the way i planned it out or i wanted it to go (laughs) but it's happening nonetheless you know it never does so you're fine yeah so the realization of it it's like oscar said it just doesn't yeah and i know that i knew i knew that i knew that i knew that i knew that but i tried to defy the odds i tried to defy as much as i could and you know it just got to a point where I was like, bro, come on, man. You're three years in, man. It's time to go. You know? <laughs> hey, it's time man. to go. You know? I just I just want to give Kate props because she manifested that shit to make it happen. Man, since so day one, she manifesting it. Y'all, y'all just seen the last year or so, man. You've been since day one. I'm going to trap you. It's, yeah. You know, I'm going to get, get you one of these days. I'm going to get what, you. What you yeah. mean? They pressed me when she came into American Eagle, hitting me with like, you don't remember me? And I was like, <laughs> she real aggressive that way, man. You know what I'm so, saying? So for me coming, like, if she's pressing me like that, and I mm-hmm. met you can only imagine. Three times. <laughs> and for you guys to finally start having a kid, like, you got lucky. I, I, I held on as much as I oh, could, my real. As long as I could, I held on. You got yeah. lucky because she pressed me, like, if she was, like, someone I was, like, messing with. Exactly. Or exactly. Like, you really don't remember me? And I'm like, no. I was like, is is something bad about to happen? Because <laughs> <laughs> think the, no. the world revolve around Harry. That's why. Yeah, so. I, yeah. I, well, then, then you have kids. There then you, you start. Then that's what's gonna change. Yeah. Is the way you treat A right now, my boy. No offense to K, but that's gonna change, bro. Well, definitely. She know that. Like she, I told her she better not give me a girl. Yeah. You you gonna be at the picture? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what I need you for? I got her. No doubt. You know? Single B. Single B gonna come out. Exactly. Right. Boy or so. girl, though, it just it changes the way you. It's not about what like what you want. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, because in in some of the times where like I like, I guess it's different for me and Sylvie because Sylvie's pregnant again, mm-hmm. but. Even for us, like sometimes it's like E and stuff like that. It's like she'll call me and stuff like that, and I'm like, "What's up?" She's like, "Why are you being so short?" I'm like, "I'm trying to take care of my daughter. Like, I'm you know, I'm trying to entertain, like give her stuff to do. Like, I'm tired. Like that's the other thing. I'm tired. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, why are you so grumpy? Like, dog, I am tired. Like, you I got your child. I've been Come chilling on. all day. Like with her at her age right now." I'm hitting like 50 nos a day, bro. 
nose a day. Like, it's like, no, Penelope, don't. No, Penelope, don't go over there. No, Penelope, don't do this. And, and it's like, comes home and it's like, why are you grumpy for? It's like, what you mean why I'm grumpy for? Ain't <laughs> no, but if, if anybody got a reason to be mad, it's going to be her. She's been pregnant for like three years, bro. <laughs> like, like, you, you guys. We got to cut us some slack. <laughs> we got to cut us some slack. Literally Still. Only Literally only been Nah, two. fuck that, dude. She's been <laughs> pregnant for like three years. That's that's her fault. What you mean? What you mean that's, that's her, her fault? fault. <laughs> it takes two to tango. For God, she I'll say the same thing. She's been a trap since I met her, bro. <laughs> I met her. She's, she's been a trap, dude. I met her. She said, what you going to do? Get me pregnant? She said, what's the... She was like pressing me. What's the worst you going to do? You going to get me pregnant? <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, that's uh, audacity, man. Pretty Come bad. On, man. It's like, and you know what I mean. And then, and then she gets a PSN name, right? She gets PlayStation Network name, so she can play video games. Names herself Little Angry Armenian. Wow, I'm like, well, well, that's- <laughs> hey, well, if you should get convince Kay to get one, and then uh, her name should be Little Cuete, which Lil means Cuete. little firework in Spanish. That's about right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's about right. Uh, you know, I'm I'm actually surprised that her and Kay actually haven't hang out the way that their attitudes are. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. With they, them pregnant right now, I think that's a sign of relief. <laughs> <laughs> For I sure. Get some alone time and and they could have they can definitely have P. I will hand her off like a like mm-hmm. a a free meal. Definitely. She's been itching to, you know, get a hold of a little baby, man. She wants, she wants that, that experience already, you know. Hey, right here, you I, I, I know, I know, bro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, Carlos is ready I, I, to, I'll pass. to trade her in for the new model coming out next no, month. No. <laughs> it's 2020. I got the old model, bro. I'm like, <laughs> it ain't got the navigation that I wanted. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Um. So this also too, I kind of wanted to just, this is part of our catching up episode to kind of bring things up. Um, you know, some of the stuff that's been going on with B and um, I don't have really much going on to be honest. So I wasn't really talk too much about myself, but um, what's up, man? Is it, is it like uh, Biden's America yet? Or what are we doing? Like uh, is Trump going to win this magically out of nowhere? Trump ain't going to win shit. It's a wrap, man. It's a wrap, man. Let's it's a wrap. Give it up. Let's just, let's just move on, man. Pull the, you know? the Trump thumbs down. I hey. mean, hey, Twitch is on at that point, but you know, hey, that's just they're not gonna pull their flags down. But at the same time, I I think there's a lot of denial going on. Definitely. So I Definitely. think. I think that, like you know. Um, being the Republican that I am is supporting. I mean, and I know a lot of people who don't support Donald Trump. I think the only thing that I disagree with is uh, if you're on a plane and you got a pilot that you don't like, and you hope for that dude to fucking crash and you're on that plane, I don't want to be on that plane. But at the same time, if I'm on that plane, I want that person to be successful. So with Biden, if coming into president, 
I want him to be successful. I want him to do as well as he possibly can because you know what? At the end of the day, we live in this country mm-hmm. and I'm on that plane. And if I want it to survive and I want to be successful, I want him to be successful. So it's about supporting what's in front of you, mm-hmm. regardless of what disbeliefs you have. Yeah, you might have these disbeliefs, but I mean, at the end of the day, you can't hope for someone to be not successful because that affects our lives and other guys in front of us. So their position. That was a great analogy. I'm gonna go ahead and give you a, you know what I'm saying? That was a great analogy to plan. I get that. Um still you know, fuck Trump, but you know I get I it, it kind of takes me back of you know me hating on you know Trump, but you're right. If I if I'm hating on him, I'm hating on the country. And you know, I Listen. hate that you're right. <laughs> Damn, that was yeah. yeah. That, that was I hate first. that you made that point because it was such a good analogy. The, the thing is, is, I realized it a long time ago that you know, um, being a being a Republican and stuff like that was I I wasn't one to bash Obama. I never did. Mm-hmm. I, I I hope for the best. I hope for him. To do right by what he did. I don't um, know, bro. I saw the notebooks. He was writing things about Obama. <laughs> no, but <laughs> Oscars. No, I I talk a I talk a shit about Bush. I will I will fucking write him a new asshole. But at the same time, like like I said, I just don't want the country to go to shit. And if if it's not somebody I support, at least I'm supporting them to do good and if i don't agree then the the really the biggest portion of what that comes down to is my local government and changing my local government is going to be what's most important upper government honestly it's it's a hard road to cross but your pilot like starts with your local government and kind of progressively goes up and same thing with with presidency is like I don't want my president to fail, I want him to succeed in every right possible, and I'll support him, not because I think that I have to, but because I feel like I want the country to be supportive as well. And and that's just the way I see it. I mean, I've had a little a lot of shit talked about me from people who are like some of my close friends and stuff like that. But when we try to talk about politics, it's they just don't really care to listen. And I think that's the biggest thing is is just listening to one another. Like for instance, we're Brandon right now. Brandon, you said it plain and clear, fuck Trump. But also said, you know, that I made a great analogy. It's a matter of listening over just being like, I don't really care what you have to say, like fuck him anyways and you know he goes to shit he goes to shit yeah you know what i mean it could have easily been that route brandon gave me kudos for it and i appreciate it um but that's just the way my my mind works and in that aspect right that's one of the things that actually random place to think about it but i was as i was showering yesterday um i started to think about uh you know the podcast and and again, too, the reason why we started this and, and just reminded me that uh, it really just came based on 
the fact that I just love conversations, you know, I like to have conversations, um, except with people that don't listen, you know, and, and when you listen, it's not to agree. It's just to, to hear it out. At the end of the day, we can still have our disagreements, but when anything that comes out of each other's mouth, it just, you kind of have like a selective hearing type of thing. And you tend to focus on just one statement. And that's the one thing you're like arguing on. Uh, then it's just kind of, it, it defeats the whole purpose of even having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And going you know, somewhat this year, obviously being uh, kind of strange for everybody. Uh, I'm actually grateful for uh, all the conversations I've had this year so far. Mm-hmm. And uh, hope to have more for sure. Most definitely. So, um, yeah, no. Um, who knows? Maybe he should. The- <laughs> maybe he should give up, right? This Trump guy. Yeah, man. I think it's 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 bad. You know, so we can all move on and and you know take this next chapter um but you know going back to it what carlos said about being understanding it's hard sometimes when the person you're trying to be understanding about or who supports our president now you know they say certain things that may uh, affect you know the people that are in your life or you know, things that you have a liking to. Um, they're just so negative about it. And then um, they have such a strong bias. You know, it, it can rub you the wrong way. But, you know, when you're able to articulate yourself and kind of see both sides of it, um, I think that's when a conversation can begin. Um, but I, I don't know. It, it, it's just hard. I think the persona of, of the real Trumpers, uh, it, it just hasn't been able to translate to, to having like genuine conversations. Um, I agree. I haven't really talked, I haven't really talked to anybody like that, to be honest, but um, I feel like if I was to, I, I wouldn't be able to have a conversation because of what you said, Oscar, they wouldn't want to hear what I have to say. Right. You know, they wouldn't want to hear my struggles or how some of the words that the person they support has affected me. So, you know, that's why I say fuck Trump, but you know, honestly, I don't really care when it comes to that. I, I just, I just want you know our country to progress, and you know us to be you know more united. You know, you know for the I sake. I think of all country. that could have been accomplished under Kanye. Just under Kanye. Just it out there. Psych. I, I think that I think that um, I think that the progressiveness needs to happen with conversations like this. Analogies that are able to be preceded from others that actually can see that analogy and understand. Um, because you know what? I think the difference is, not the difference, the likeliness of us having a conversation is a lot of what you're going through, Brandon, is my father was an immigrant, my father, my, my grandmother was an immigrant. Both my grandmas were the Im- immigrants. 
coming from Mexico and I, I get that aspect and seeing it. My fiance, her parents are immigrants coming from Armenia. They're refugees from what they were going on through their country and I completely understand what they were going through. The difference that I understand is that a lot of them went through the process and have gone through the process of immigration and have gone through it. And it's not that I'm against immigrants, that I think that they're wrong. No, I think that they're phenomenal for the country. I think that there's a process that I wish we would could abide to and stuff like that. And it sucks. Don't, don't get me wrong. I think it, it's terrible because I think that bordering our countries, I think that the most important immigrants that should be involved are the ones that are bordering our countries. You know, they're the ones who make the biggest difference than anybody else. And I think like whatever, it is what it is. But coming from a multi-race family at this point, you know, me being Mexican, my my fiance being full Armenian, cultural-wise, man, we're completely different people. We're super different people. And we do not see eye to eye whatsoever. And my struggle with her family was rough, Brandon. It was, it was bad. It was, when we found out about Penelope, they, they didn't care. They wanted a, a full-on argument about why we weren't ready to be parents and stuff like that. And we were damn near fucking 30. Like, we're also in the 20, what, 21st, 22nd century of living life where they were living up, growing up in the 20, 20th century. You know, how much has changed compared to that, what they were used to compared to what, what we're used to. And they didn't see eye to eye what we were, what we were about, but we went through it anyways. And then the same thing with politics is we're living in a day and age where we're battling basically people with customs and livelihood of people who have gone through what they've gone through. And, and that's completely understanding. It's the problem is, is that nobody's listening. There's not one person on each side that's there to listen to the other person. And that's all that makes that little part makes that big difference. Because it's like I said, like, you don't have to agree. That's okay. But it's the fact that if we're able to talk about it, what does it matter then? Right. I think at that point yeah. you're able to find uh, common ground. Because like I said, the common ground is being there for each other and understanding and getting everybody's point of view. problem nowadays is nobody cares about everybody's point of view. Yeah. They, they their side being heard and, and what's good for them and – to be honest, that is what politics is, is what's best for you. But at the same time, it's also what is going to benefit, you know, everybody around you too. I like what you said, because I've heard that before, but uh, Joe Rogan actually um, summed it up in a, in a few words that I actually enjoyed or liked. Uh, he said that uh, people don't like to conversate anymore. They like to comply. And that resonated a little bit with me. Not a little bit, actually a whole lot. Because when I heard that, it was uh, during the time that we had this whole uh, BLM uh, discussion and podcast and then internal issues that I had, you know, um, here at home. So that uh, 
that sat different with me for sure. It resonated with you. Yeah. So. I mean, this is, I think the one thing that I love in my perspective is that for Brandon, Brandon, I met you through Oscar. Mm-hmm. I met you way beyond this podcast and way beyond what was going on. I want to apologize for that, Brandon. I didn't. I didn't really mean to. Yeah, introduce man, him to him. Why the fuck you brought some motherfucking my life, man? Like, it was, it was smooth sailing, and then like fucking rocket ship just ran. Like, you know. Hey, look, I'm just saying, you make Carlos, and then boom, all of a sudden you're having a kid. Yeah, I'm having a kid. Is exactly. That a coincidence. Like, the correlation. I don't. Want, I. I think not. To all the viewers out there, stop listening to. This- <laughs> Hey, Carlos comes down, comes back down from San Francisco. I gain all this weight. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. I hate you guys. I hate both of you. <laughs> I don't hate that with you guys. Hey, Carlos comes back from San Francisco. They close our store. That's crazy. <laughs> the fucking virus. What the oh fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> it all makes sense now. I think, though, that, um, you know, all a lot stems from like me and me and Brandon uh we're we're a lot more different than what we what we have been but being around you I've never really noticed that and that's how beautiful our relationship is is to be so different but never actually see the difference because knowing your character is so beautiful because it's like it's just a it's it's a blinders but a good blinders you know what i mean it it's like you know you could be exactly who you are and say how you are and be how you are and feel how you do and it's not going to affect me at all because i know your character and we've been out plenty of times and stuff like that where you know i've i've been good to you i've been good to Kay, and and same thing with with you and my family and stuff like that where open arms for you guys to be there whenever whenever possible and stuff like that and i love that because that's that's a lot of division that could be there that we refuse to let be in our lives but we can still believe in what we want to believe in definitely yeah and it's it's just like i mean you know going back to parenting when you know, if we if we think about it, going back to parenting, dude, your parenting is not going to be the same as mine. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit there and tell you how to parent. Yeah, I can tell you what to expect, but I'm never going to step in and be like, "Hey, uh, don't talk to your daughter that way." Like, that's none of my fucking business. Right. Yeah. Fucking business to tell you how you talk to your daughter or son or whatever. I might be jinxing it to the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm here. You know, do you get what I'm saying? I'm like, I can, I can offer these advices and these results, but it doesn't mean that it's how you have to take it. Yeah. You take, it, you want to take it. It just goes with everything else we fucking believe in life. Dog, if you believe in fucking Santa Claus, believe in fucking Santa Claus. Who the fuck? What? How is that going to affect me at all? Yeah. Like. Like, I love it. I love it that we can be who we are instead of being around those friends where you just have to feel like you have to front. You have to front to be around them because you're scared of what they're going to say. Like, that's the worst possibility possible. I don't want to have to front. I'm sorry. I don't want to have to front. 
Right. Yeah. If I love the people that I'm around, then, you know, I should be able to feel however I want. Yeah. And then having similar ideals sometimes can limit progression. Mm -hmm. You kind of meet very early. It's in, in a point to where there's agreement and then there's no further discussion. There's no further, um, ability to break it down and and yeah. really dig into something that could uh develop into something more i know this sounded really big but um cuz you know i just feel like once you come to a a mutual agreement without really exploring every option and putting any obstacles or um oppositions in some of the things that are being said it's very easy just for the point to become mute and then kind of just leave it alone. I swear to God, I've never had more disagreements than anyone in my life than I did with fucking Oscar. <laughs> Same. Where? Same. Fucking God. Same. Like, I've never disagreed <laughs> with anyone in my entire life to disagree with someone who avidly believes that they're right. Same. And is wrong mm. i swear to god if <laughs> fucking head right now i would mm. yeah i would i would openly fucking do it i'm not sure i liked where this this took a turn <laughs> no i feel i feel as though if i didn't work where i work i would never have been friends with a guy like oscar for there's real no way there's no way <laughs> why because I think it's that it's that opposite factor, but I think that's what's made our relationship even stronger. You know, we'll be able to do this podcast is because we have opposite ideas. I think me maturing as a person and not limiting myself into people who have similar ideologies <clears throat> or similar mindsets, um, it would have maybe hindered me from you know being being friends with a guy like you who has such opposite <laughs> you know so ideas bad. and ideas. <laughs> It is not a bad. I always tell you, it's not a no, no bad thing. Like you know, oh, it just it man. is what it is. No, no doubt. It, just, it sounds so bad. It's like a guy, like <laughs> you, it's, just, it's just so, so rough. You know what I mean? <laughs> like someone was trying to make trying to make the explanation or compare the difference the other day. I make you feel better about yourself. No, no, no. So check this out. So they were talking about like, you know, when you say, "Oh, there's a black guy there," right? Versus okay. there's a black man. Like it just okay. the man part makes it sound so much more menacing than what it really is, like and it mm. might be the tone too, you know. So it's like, oh, it's just black dude, you know, or like oh, okay. it's a black man, you know. So it just gives it like this more rough edginess when you say like, oh yeah, like a guy like you, like it's just what is what does that mean? Like I'm, I'm a good guy. You are a great guy, but you're an opposite guy too. <laughs> yeah, you know, you you you're that guy. I always tell you, you're that guy. I am. I am that you guy. Know? So, yeah, I, I've always, I've always argued, um, even when when I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just for the sake of argument. I know. Pretty much it. Nothing else. But yeah. I hope that you guys know that I do it because nobody else will do it. That is true. You know. So I'm this trying to bring true. something different to the table. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. 
while y'all are here talking <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, you're being some bitches. You know what no, I'm y'all here making <laughs> making everybody think that I'm some kind of dude that I am, but I'm you not. You are a dirtbag, but you know, you're a good dirtbag. You know. <laughs> <laughs> my boy though no doubt no doubt that uh, yeah you know what uh toddy's the same way she's like man you just always want to argue always want to argue um but i've become better <laughs> i've learned to to pick my battles a little bit better um not just argue for anything anymore so um i have a question for you guys Big words for you to say. Yeah. Question, question. Shut the fuck up. Jesus. <laughs> now all of a sudden you wanna you wanna talk after you done pissed and shit. <laughs> Had your dick all out. For real. <laughs> You're lucky we don't stream this live. We probably would have got banned. Y'all, y'all really trying to expose me out here. <laughs> we 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 literally all went from friends to fucking enemies like quick. <laughs> Hey, but you know what's crazy? None of us have have hung up yet, so we cool. We accept each other. We cool. Nah, We're not next, beefing. You know what I'm saying? Time, next time I see Brandon, that's like fade on site. It's on next site. Time, it's, it's, on it's a site. friendly. It's a friendly on site. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? It's a friendly fade. It's a friendly on site. I have a question for you guys. Okay. So, uh. Well, this might be a little bit different for Carlos, but uh, for you, B. Yeah. Okay. Um, when Kay asked you to move in mm-hmm. together, right? Yep. How did you take that? Like, what skeptical. Was skeptical? Yep. Why? Um, you don't have to give like personal details, but just like no, I, I I'm yeah, I'm trying to trying to wait anyway. You know, yeah, not yeah. get too deep with it, but. If I'm being honest, I didn't think we were ready yet. Okay. Didn't think we were ready yet. Um, and maybe it was me trying to find all the negatives that could come upon us, you know, with the moving, um, not really giving the benefit of the doubt of the moving. Right. Um, yeah, just not being ready yet. But like early on in our relationship, when we were like always together, we went to see each other all the time, and we didn't have that our own space. Yeah, I was like, oh, I want to move in. Like, I would tell you all the time, I want to get my own place. I want to get my own place. Yeah, and I got you know I got that opportunity, and I was like, hmm, I don't know anymore. You know, right, right. So I think that came like just growth and you know what we experienced throughout our relationship. Um, but to answer your question, I was a little skeptical. Okay. But it's worked out. And right, there's right. been beautiful, like, you know, positives that, you know, she's brought into my life that, you know, has made me better. Okay. I've been challenged, you know, moving in with somebody. And I knew I was going to have to challenge myself regardless. But being in the position, you know, it, it only makes it real. Right. Um. So yeah, that's that's kind of how my mindset was at the time. Okay, what about you, Carlos? Damn, <laughs> gotta put me on the spot here. Uh, yeah, same. I think that uh, I I was so accustomed living by myself. Um, 
doing whatever I wanted to and being whatever person I wanted to be. Not that I was like being bad, but I think that overall, I think that moving in with her was perfect timing with the baby and stuff like that. Um, but it was also a patience game. It was something that had to be understood first instead of just jumping into it. You see a lot of people that just jump into it and it's like, doesn't work out at all. You know, and it, there's nothing that comes good out of it. But I, I remember I told her, I was like, hey, just like trust the process. Like when it happens, it happens. And, you know, she would complain here and there and stuff like that. And, you know, now that we got her own place, like, yeah, it's nice and stuff like that. Does she mention things here and there? Yeah, she does. But it's for the benefit for us at the end of the day, like with having a family and being how we are and stuff like that. Man, it's, it's great. Like, I really can't complain. Um, but was I skeptical at first, just like Brandon said? Yeah, of course. Fucking you know what's going to change how much is going to change and stuff like that and shit does change it changes rapidly fast but then it changed it myself from going out a lot to staying home yeah like and i used to fucking go out a lot i used to go out and do this and do that and stuff like that and you know now i i'm cool with just being home i'm fine with just being home like i'd sometimes i'd rather just be home like right People want to come through, they can come through, but the comfort of being in your own home is way better than just not having your own place. Right. That becomes real priceless to have your own space. Um, no, but so, so the reason why um, I was asking you guys this is because, again, I was having a conversation yesterday uh, with uh, Tati's friend, um, and she's kind of going on with whatever she's going on. Um, but... Uh, Part of the conversation involved, um, you know, her moving in with her man. And um, he had some concerns. He wasn't, uh, how do you say it? I guess he said he wasn't, he wasn't ready for all that. You know what I mean? So... Uh, they asked me for my opinion, and um, I kind of just gave it straight, you know, kind of just asked how old the guy is and and stuff like that. And um, guy's 28, doesn't have any, any responsibilities or anything like that. So um, kind of like what Carlos was saying, he's used to, uh, you know, kind of living by himself in a sense and just having to worry about himself. But... Um, I guess there has there was already a conversation happening of um, them moving in together. And I kind of had asked her, like, okay, well, how did he say it? Was it like, hey, we should move in together? And was he like, uh, oh, yeah, 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 sure. Or was it like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, and then she said it was like the first one. Like it was kind of like more just to tell her. Um and uh, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Like I wanted to, to to hear you guys' reactions on that end because I was telling her that you know sometimes as a guy, like we do have our our setbacks, and um, some of it too. It was more on what Carlos had touched on, 
you know, it's a patience game, and that's kind of what he was asking. So, um, I think not everybody's ready, right? And that's okay. I think the biggest thing is that um, not not being ready is probably the better step. Yeah. To acknowledging. Um, what what's in front of you because i think a lot of the times is like um you're not ready and what i what i mentioned before is you're not ready and you're jumping into something it creates a bunch of chaos well, let me ask you something so there's a particular situation it was more um they've been dating like close to a year yeah but i mean even dating close to a year i mean I dated someone for two and a half years and we were talking about moving in together. She, we lived together. We literally lived together. And when we talked about moving to Southern California, she told me that um, who said that we would move in together if we moved down back to Southern California. The thing was, was there was still an age gap between the both of us. It was a four year age gap where my intention is like, well, all right, like I'm done fucking around to want to like keep moving into like separate spots where it's just like, no, like just want to get the shit over with, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Where to her, it was like she was young enough to where she just kind of wanted to sell her own place. Now, was that bad on her part for believing in that? No. But it works both ways for for guys and girls. Some girls aren't ready too. Right. You know, some girls aren't like applicable applicable to be like, I'm ready to move into a place with this guy because I don't know how this guy's gonna fucking be. Like this guy might be the same piece of shit that he is now. Right. Yeah, no. And who- on on my thing, it was just more um, there is a obviously an age gap um, in this in that relationship that I'm that I'm mentioning, but uh, What's the, did you mention the age gap? It's like two years. What we we're talking about the actual ages though. Oh, uh, thirty and twenty-eight. Uh, it's not far apart. It's not not far apart, but um, you know, I've, they say that uh, the women. Um, mature, faster than men. Yeah. Um, and then too, like I just think this girl is very goal oriented, so it's not a bad thing. So she knows what she wants, you know. And then, not saying that he doesn't know what he wants. It's just he hasn't experienced what he wants. So maybe that might be just. I think it's just scary in general, like making a big move like that as something official, regardless of. I feel, but whatever stage you are in life. Well, yeah. I think that um, I think that it's up to you to determine whether you're ready or not. Right. I I think that um, I think that sometimes uh, being in that situation where if it's going to affect your relationship to move in or not that's a conversation you also have with yourself. Right. 
because, you know, at the same time, for me, I felt like I lived independent for a long time and I was fine. And moving in someone else with someone else again, that's actually my significant other would have affected my life, but it was my situation that made it so much different is that I had a daughter. I wanted a own space with her, with not just her, but my baby mama and having another child together that was also equally just as important to have our own space. Right. You know, having your own space in a, tiny box is not always good for you and the person that you're involved with. Right. I think that, you know, it's, it's hard. It's you're dealing with a bunch of people's personalities. Yeah. A bunch of people's personalities that have to be forced to be clicking together and it's not fucking, it's not easy. Right. Shit's not easy at all. And you know what? Like, because it's not easy it's like you gotta like kind of figure it out what what's where's the beneficial part you know what i mean like what what's gonna what's gonna come out of this relationship of us moving in together that's beneficial compared to if we don't move together is it still going to be beneficial right and you know being a year in the relationship that's fine for some people if they feel like they're ready and you have those other people who still have those doubts. Right. Yeah. I guess, I guess my situation, it, it, it wasn't like that. Um, I think it was just more of like a, like a mutual understanding that, Hey, we're having a kid. Uh, we should probably get our own place. Well, I mean, I think that mean you kind of went through a similar Um, and I say similar situation where it's some people see it negative Okay. where it's like, Oh, like, you know, just because you guys had kids doesn't mean you guys had to move in together. Right. Right. Where me and you both kind of saw the situation and was like, well, if I'm going to have a kid with this girl, I'm not going to up and leave and dip right. out and, yeah. and do this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the other thing was what we saw the importance of being there around our kids and how much we want to be involved too. Cause I mean, I fucking hate to say it, but you have those dads who just don't really care. Right. You know, so where, where's that, where's that line of where you want your own space compared to where you want to have your own space with your child? And I think at that point, that's super important because with you, I saw it early on, on how you were involved and, you know, me, me being involved as I was with you and, and your child and your baby mama and stuff like that and being involved with you guys, you know, still to this day where the huge difference is, is that we're both now have become those involved parents. Right. Where it's like, you have your own space. I have my own space. But you have your own space to where I can go visit you and spend time with you. When when I was living with my parents, I didn't have that space. I didn't have that 
open invite for you to kind of come hang out. But was I not there for my daughter? No, I was completely there for my daughter because I would take my daughter to your house right. and go hang out with you and spend time with you and stuff like that. And then it just helped me realize that that was just equally as important. And now we're at an age where me and you both have our own space. Yeah. We both have our own kids. We both live our own lives, but we both are equally involved and have our own space. And it's easier this way. Yeah, it is. For both of us. For both of us, it's easier this way. Yeah. Because like that's that's the whole thing where I like see it as like a lot of people that aren't ready, like they're not ready for what comes with the uh what is it the aftermath i don't know like i'm saying aftermath but it's probably not the right word but aftermath of like we we kind of do our own things but the consequence that comes with it is is what comes with meaning like if i invite you over right and i know you're going to come over i expect to have dinner drinks this and that ready for for you and your family and stuff like that not just for you but for for your daughter right like am i accommodating her needs not just her dad's needs so with but that being said it's like having like you know capri suns right. does your daughter still have to ask for your permission to have a capri sun yes absolutely because right you can't just come over and I can't just tell you, yes, you can have a Capri Sun. Right. You're not about it's, to load up my child with sugar and then just send her off with me and I got to deal with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, why would you talk to Tati about that? <laughs> no. Oh, that's kidding. right. She'd be giving your kid. Full ass Capri Suns. <laughs> no doubt. And nah. the cookies too, huh? Fuck. <laughs> that sucks. I like, hey, I like how that's your only. I just be feeling bad, man. P look like you guys don't feed her, man. She just be loving them cookies. It's because y'all feed her the good stuff. And man, we buy. She, she, we buy she the never had the good here. stuff before. I buy the the low end brands. The generic shit. Like no sugar in it. She's like, damn, this is bomb. Then she goes to your house and she's like, oh, this is straight fire. What is this? <laughs> doubt. She's like, hit me yeah, with no. some more of this. Toddy's really good at getting snacks for sure. But yeah, it's the worst at getting snacks because I gotta meet up. I gotta meet up that end <laughs> with Penelope because Penelope now she got standards on those snacks. She got standards. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, no, but going back into it, like it's something that I've always kind of preached um, when it comes to um, people moving in together. You know, it's trying to prepare anybody as much as I can to what that entails you know and it's um i don't think i'd ever want to discourage anybody to not do it um because i've always felt like there's a lot of there's a lot of situations where you're in my opinion never really gonna be ready because it's hard to prepare for the unknown so the more you know the better i think it can get but i don't i don't really see it being full-on readiness so i've always said like um small little fights over 
whether you're the person that squeezes the toothpaste from the middle or from the bottom. Where you're the person that waits till you leave to take the trash out. Or, I don't know, when your sink gets full, do you wash the dishes? Do you wash the dishes right after dinner? You know, just little things like that. Um, that I try to prepare people to like, hey, things are going to happen. Once you move in together and you argue, there's really not like, I'm going to my mom's house. Or I'm going yeah, to my parents' no. house. You know, no, I agree. I, I completely agree. Just, and coming from someone who lives uh, like 15 minutes away from my parents' house. Yeah. The weird thing is, is like on my days off, you would think that I would like want to just like head over to my mom's and and not do shit and be able to have her take care of Penelope. But I stay home and I take care of her on my own because – I I want to kind of prove myself wrong. Right. Right. Where it's like I could easily just dish her off to my mom and be like, oh, like, you know, like here, spend time with your granddaughter and shit like that. It's like, nah, like I do it on my own. Like I, I go through the frustrations of doing it on my own. Right. Like at the age that she is where she can't, she doesn't speak and she walks and she does this and she does that. And it's like, hey man, but once I you still, start talking, ain't no way you shut them up, bro. <laughs> I'll find a way. I'll find a way. Good luck, my boy. You know, <laughs> good luck. No, but I think overall, I think it's like, it's that, it's that version of, of finding that possibility to be like, oh, like, you know what? I can do it. I, I think that like that was like the biggest thing. That was like the biggest thing that I struggled with. Right. Was the fact that I didn't have like my parents specifically saying you can't do it. And I'm not knocking like my baby mama's parents saying you can't do it. But at the same time, I felt like I did have a room to prove to some of these people that I'm actually doing what I have to do. Right. Whereas like I could easily like like I said, I could easily like, oh mom here, like take care of her and stuff like that, blah blah and do whatever the fuck I want to do. But like, no. It was a matter of doing what I had to do. Right. Like if I don't have somebody if if I'm not gonna work and my baby mom is not gonna work and I got nowhere to take my child, like then I got to do what I got to do. But it's like, same thing. It's like, I'm picking my child the right up. Like, if I got to get three hours of sleep, you know, you know, because last night I waited for her to get off work and she got off work at four in the morning and I had to work at nine, 9.30. And I woke up at, at eight after going to bed at four, four hours of sleep, getting up, and Sylvia helped me get her together and stuff like that and getting her all of her shit situated to for Sylvia to go back to sleep so she can get some rest before work. Right. And me going to work after have four hours of sleep, take her to my, my mom's so she can watch her and then pick her up after work and then, you know, come back home. Like, it, it's the sacrifice that you got to do what you got to do. Yep. And, 
you don't ever realize that sacrifice like that you, you don't you see it as a sacrifice like, no no you just see it as yeah. i just need to get my child right yeah so you, you got to do what you got to do like fuck, what the fuck you mean like you know like it's a problem it's not a problem right it's it's either it's one of the two things you're either lazy or you're just not trying to do what you're not trying to do yep let me ask you something are you have you ever put into thought how she will actually how both of them will perceive you once they are our age oh that's a good question i think it's being a lot different and the only reason why I say that is because at the age that we are now, uh, we've 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 take huge steps into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we joke around the same shit that is not funny, <laughs> that nobody thinks it's funny besides the both of us, right? And yet we think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um. But I think that if it comes down to it, I think that they'll still perceive us as the men that we are as long as we continue to do what we're doing that's best for them. I think that the beauty of it, we have some strong women that are behind us. Right, for sure that actually believe in how we are and you know even with me and penelope and stuff like that and sylvia sylvia it's it's kind of funny because with her she'll be like if if i yell at penelope so we'd be like ha, got in trouble by your dad like right. you know what i mean like it's funny because she's laughing it off because it's true like Penelope will get in trouble by me and I'll give her shit and but same thing like that I see with you and Aubrey you know you say something that's that's it that's how it goes like ain't no other question about that right at least they try for sure well yeah try yeah which then again we're in two different aspects right now yeah Penelope's at a young stage where she's barely learning what's right and what's wrong. Yep. And she's learning what's wrong because I have to hit her. I don't want to hit her. Probably going to have to hit her. But, <laughs> but, but it's true. Because you want to know what the difference is? Is that if I get up from my chair, she kind of knows what's coming. Yeah, no, I kind of saw that the other day he was here. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly right. I'll, right. I'll let you explain that. Um, so Carlos, uh, Sylvia, which is his uh, fiance slash baby mama, and uh, their beautiful one year old child P, uh, came over to my house, and uh, on my TV stand I have uh, sectionals. Uh, with different things on it, and one of it had a candle. And uh, his daughter looked at him as she was about to get the candle, but very slowly, and he saw that. He got up and tried to tell her no, 
And I think in just a moment of panic, she just got her up, grabbed the candle and knocked it on the floor. And <laughs> he got mad, like, smacked her hand. And, uh, you know, she just became really sad, which was like super cute. But uh, nonetheless, it was funny. It's like uh, we always say that our kids do things uh, with intention. Like they know what they're doing. Um, well, she pushed, she pushed the limit. Right. She knew, she knew 100% she wasn't supposed to be touching when i said don't touch that <laughs> and then when i got up she grabbed it as quickly as she could but it's like a panic attack that she had <laughs> and, I, and i think I, I would like for people to like try to vividly think about what that looks like uh like just scattered and, and nervous and not knowing what to do and just saying fuck it i might as well just grab this and just <laughs> throw it that's what that was like um, she 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 one hundred percent knew what she was doing wrong, and she did it on purpose. Yeah, no, and I saw that, but it was it was still funny as hell. Um, no, so I was asking that because uh, I think about it a lot about uh, what, what will Aubrey think of me when um, when I'm older or when she's older. Um, and I've had this conversation with with Toddy a couple times. And I mean, what what do you in this aspect? What do you think about it for now? Like, what do I think that she thinks of me? Yeah, I think she thinks the world of me. Um, she thinks that I'm I'm definitely in in what she would describe it as as mean. I would relate it more as in like strict. Um, but nonetheless, like. Uh, I know that the way that we are now, my daughter 100% loves me to the core. Um, but <clears throat> uh, the conversation that I've had with, uh, with Toddy, uh, and I don't know if it's just my stubbornness to, to I don't know, um, lack some change in, uh, in my structure of being able to and being a parent in general. Um, but I figured, you know, like, like how I said, I'm still learning, never going to stop learning. And I'm doing what I believe is best for her. And at the end of the day, it, I feel like if she ends up saying, you know what, like, fuck this guy. Um, he was never really there for me. Never. I don't know. If she just at one point in her life does not think the world of me, I'm not sure I would be that upset because in a way, like I kind of feel like I'm sorry that you feel that way, but I did what I could at the time that I could. So, oh, no, I mean, that's great. I mean, I still struggle today with the idea that Penelope's gonna love me the same way that she does when she's a baby. Right. Right now, like I feel like she has total dependence on me. Yeah. That shit scares me. You know what I mean? Like it scares the fuck out of me. Because at the end of the day, it's like I still worry about, you know. 
when it comes down to what matters is am I doing the right thing for her to have her understand that I'm doing what's best what's best for her right not scary fucking terrifies the shit out of me and so um, I think at the end of the day is that both of us as parents have realized like we have faults we have things that we both need to work on you being a parent before me i mean shit i've learned a lot off you and uh i don't give you enough credit for that shit um i've known you for over 10 years yeah and yet I'm still learning stuff off of you. Um, And then through some of our private conversations we have, we talk about our own bolts. And that's something that we talk about between each other and that's not something that has to do with anybody else, but it's things that are true to a lot of people right i mean shit like are we the best parents no probably not not at all yeah not no i mean like for you telling me stuff like look at the fear that i install in my daughter at a at a year of age right you know like but you've also known me as to be a very stern person yep i've never been one person to be like oh like it's okay like let it pass no like i'm like (laughs) that's my daughter that that's a hard no right and even when playing video games and stuff like that and like people hear my daughter crying they're like oh my god like is your daughter okay and it's like she's fine she's just throwing a fit Cause I'm not paying attention to her and like, I love her and I'll pay attention to her like more, more so in the time of day. And it's like, when I want to have like my own time, I will have my own time. And she is going to have to understand that one day. And like, you have the same shit too. Right. Like you have Aubrey and I'm sure when like you're gaming and stuff like that, like she doesn't bother you. And if she does, it's for a certain reason. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's definitely become that more now. Um, just kind of on a on a need basis at this point, I suppose. Um, but again, too, I've probably just pushed her that way as well. So, uh, I mean, the the sucky part about it that if we think about it is she's gonna get to that point too. Yeah. Both of our daughters are going to get to that point where we're going to ask for their attention and we're not going to get it. Right. Yeah, no, I'm They're, I'm already dreading that. And even though subconsciously I know that in the back of my head, you know, I still kind of just have my moments where I'm like, okay, leave me alone. Let me just be, I just got home from work. Let me relax. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah. 
sometimes we need that and we you know as parents you don't always get that it's not the bright hood of like oh my god like i'm gonna spend every moment with <laughs> you like when you when you think about it right right when you think about it, it's like i'm gonna I'm going to spend every moment with you and this and that and stuff like that. And when it comes down to it, it's like, all right, like, <laughs> yo, Jill, like, yeah, I spent like a cool, like six hours with you. Like, got to figure something out. Like either you're going to go to sleep, you know, Jill or like, something's going to happen. But, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, especially now with this whole, uh, online learning crap that we got going on. Um, and you're all about like you guys are with it we have to we have to man oh yeah yeah so i mean it sucks because it's like it's not about the education part it's more about like uh interaction and and being social for me that i i, I fear that she's missing out um so well she she looks like she has good interaction though too yeah, no, she does, but it, it's, I feel like she's missing, like, social interactions and, like, like social situations, like, what to do if, like, somebody's being picked on, what to do if you're getting picked on, uh, what to do if somebody's not sharing, what to do if you, if you need to share, stuff like that, like, and it's already stuff that she's already kind of dealt with, but it's, like, the more repetitiveness aspect of it. Yeah. So... Anyways, um, for those of you wondering why Brendan hasn't said anything, it's not because um, he has nothing to share. He actually had to step out of our of our meeting, um, of our conversation. Yeah, of our conversation because uh, had some uh, personal things going on, happened really fast. So uh, whatever it is, hope uh, he gets through it or whatever. That sounded rude. We just hope he's okay and his family. So, best part is, as long as he's okay, that's all that matters. Exactly. Um, but I want to thank you again, bro, for uh, taking the time to do this again. Um, I know we mentioned we were going to do this more often, and uh, the way Brandon been going, man, I might just have to fire his ass and just bring you on the show. Um, just kidding, guys, because then we would have to be locker room BK. I mean, okay, and. Actually, that's not okay. <laughs> not that I put it into words, but uh, no future plans on that. But we might bring Carlos more often. Um, if you liked what he had to say, just uh, let us know. We'll bring him on more often. If not, um, you know, come to go fuck himself. Or whatever. if you uh, if you have topics you want to talk about, let us know. Yeah, yeah, shoot that. Um, um, we also by the time you guys hear this, it's already Thanksgiving. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Thank you for all of you that have listened to us and have stuck with us thus far. Um, again, we apologize for the inconsistency. But as you can tell, Brandon's been dealing with his own issues as far as like not issues, but personal things coming into light uh, with his pregnancy. And I know job's been, his job's been keeping him pretty busy. So uh, apologize for that. So... Uh, yeah, the only thing we do is move forward and continue to try to be more consistent as, as much as we can. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we get rid of this COVID soon so we can start 
seeing people in person again and uh, have more of a natural interaction rather than this Zoom audio thing we got going on right now. But, nice to have some personal interaction. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anything you want you want to say you're grateful for? Um, family. Family. Yeah. You don't realize how good you have family until uh, it's gone. Yeah. And I think like me and you've gone through a couple of tragedies that affected the lives pretty seriously. Yeah. Mine, not as recent as yours, but, um, you know, just cherish your family and cherish them for being there and being around what you have and appreciating that. Yep. Only way I can uh, mention it. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I'm also thankful for family. Um, and I guess I'm just always thankful for the experiences that I learn or that I go through. Um, and the lessons that I've learned, whether they're good or bad. Um, I think it'll help. It helps me just grow as a person and, uh, not just that, but maybe allowing me to share that with other people to help other people not make the same mistakes. So, uh, with that said, everybody, I hope everybody has a good Thanksgiving, eat a lot of Turkey, get a lot of stuffing, uh, spend time with your family. This, this year I think has been a little bit more better and, and it should be a better, a better, a better reason to, to spend time. A lot of people shouldn't be worried about black Friday, how they usually are. Um, hopefully you get to listen to this as you're cooking Turkey right now, uh, or you're already almost done eating, but if not, uh, you know, just still play it anyways. So with that said, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. If you haven't followed us yet, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockerRoomBO. That is all together. And uh, catch you guys on the, on the next one. Peace out. Have a good night, guys. The most dedicated.